how fun would it be to be a product manager yeah. at Mountain Dew? Right. People think that Willy Wonka is <laughs> a, a very far off, you know, raw doll kind of thing, but we're living in fantasy right here in these United States. So we made a promise that we were going to get hot. We oh, said we're going to get hot because... I was conflicted because it's starting to get hot in Los Angeles no. as it is in here today when we record. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. sorry. I'm no, with I you, though. I was talking about our physique, our aesthetic, our... The commitment we made to our listeners. Yeah, our... our um, uh, what do you call it? Whatever. Our palette to shoot out and get more followers because if we're hotter, then the kids will want to watch, but we just keep eating and not working out. Yeah. And I honestly... I got a haircut. Clean me up a bit. I'm honestly looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm, I'm just asking, what is stopping you? What is stopping you? Because we can be hot. We've said it. We've been hot before. At least uh, you, you, you should see Dylan's wedding pictures. So 007. Hot? Oh, 007. So hot. Uh, uh, you should see uh, pictures of Nick. <clears throat> Sucking down fucking, uh, you know, uh, whatever cute local beer in, in Wisconsin. I mean, he was a young boy. I mean, my God. Or after the Adam Carolla weight loss challenge, this fucking guy weighed 157 pounds. <laughs> He's so hot. That's Pete Davidson. Check out APS Presents PMZ. Patreon.com slash another podcast network. Um, so what's going on with us? I mean, what do we have to do? Do we have to find inspo somewhere do we have to find a regimen do we have to watch kelly ripa's what i eat in a day and just do that like what's going on because we need to i think i don't know have some form of solidarity you know i have two things about that why am i not able to do it uh, i don't want to answer for you yeah. but i love like i love a nice disciplined thing you know me i step in a cold shower every single morning right which is uh a you could file that under discipline thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. you like. Yeah. Discipline thing. So like uh, healthy eating, working out, uh, just doing it every day. That seems like something I'd be into. Filing under discipline things. Yeah. Yeah. But then I start thinking and I, I think well, honestly <laughs> the problem is how smart we are, Dylan. Yeah. I just start intellectualizing it yeah. like what is the point? Right, you get very Kafkaesque about it. Yes, yeah. yes. And then I just snap back and I'm like, Jocko doesn't have these thoughts. Right, right, right. And then my second, uh, so that's that's the reason I think No, it Jocko happens. just thinks good about everything. Good. 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 So your mom died. Good. So everything is meaningless? Good. Good. Jocko, that's not actionable. I can't do anything <laughs> with that, man. What the fuck are you talking about? How do so many people love you? So that answers your first question, the reason. <laughs> yeah. Number two, how do we how do we solve this? Yeah. And the thing is definitely some sort of putting ourselves ac accountability by putting it on air in some measured fashion. That's the part. I love that. That's the part we uh, didn't do last time. And I also want to say I'm not I'm not proposing a contest between us right. because we're podcasters and that's right. true. Right, right. This is not. Uh, oh yeah, no, we're not trying. Sober to do, October. Right, yeah, no, no, that, no, 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 no. I would like to challenge. No, this uh, is a personal journey. This isn't a sketch. 
I would like to challenge the host of Who Are These Podcasts yeah. to some type of fitness competition. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of that show? I think so, probably. They just they listen to other podcasts and they make fun of them, and they did King and His Thing the other day, and it hurt my feelings. Oh, okay. Uh, it's an easy job to shit on people uh, for trying. They're pretty good at it, too. I do it all the time, yeah. Near a bad word said about me specifically, so, okay. but my <laughs> format. So I mean. here's the question, and I think this could be a pretty big hurdle for us. I don't know if this rings true for you, but it does ring true for me. The specifics of what I just proposed? No, just let me. All right. Let me ride. All right. Just let me ride. When we start this journey, um, I kind of want to be at a lighter weight than I am right now, just so it's not as pathetic. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, like, let's... Let's get me down into the 190s, right? I don't want to be in the twos when we, when we start this thing, right? Why? It's too embarrassing. I mean, you over two, I mean, my God. But that, that it diminishes the competition. Well, I mean, but another Oh, thing. I went to my <laughs> okay weight of 190 down to my real. I'm not saying 190. I'm just saying a couple. Just shave a couple now. I don't get it. The problem with this we is... We have to take pictures with our shirts off right now. The problem with this is that it will delay the challenge further putting it off, which is it's the kind of pattern that you fall into when you're not listening to these kind of muses telling you to get hotter. Dylan, your mind is playing tricks on you with this, let me just lose a couple before we start. That's it. That's I. What what are we doing here? I say we take our shirts off right now. Can't do it. Hate hate my body too much. I've been eating like crazy. You know, what I had we, and then um, think about that. I had baked lays the other night. I had so many of them. And it turned my guts into a gray kind of century egg type of thing. And the thing about when your body is in that kind of condition and you have a partner, it's almost abuse because you can hold things in. But at some point you'll fall asleep and things will leak, you know, and I just I, there's no reason to ever be in that gastrointestinal state. It's just we're adults. I mean, what are we doing? We got to get hotter just to really recommit to life. So your plan, though, is not commit to anything at the moment, and then we'll keep it in the works that we'll do something eventually about this. Do you want to watch a Badlands Chugs video? Uh, Yeah, inspiration, true inspo. So Badlands Chugs, um, I told you guys about this uh, challenge when we first gazed upon Badlands uh, Chugs. The every Mountain Dew in one dust boot. And, and it really piqued interest, and it was hard for me to not play it automatically. But now that Pat's not here, I think it's a great time to play it. Oh, we did. We never. We never. No, got, we never oh, got oh, oh, yeah, to see yeah. this. We yeah, never yeah. got to see this. Uh, I was. I'm shocked. Actually, I didn't go home and watch it. It's all flooding back to me. <laughs> yeah. Intrigued isn't the right word, Dylan. Titillated. Titillated by the thought of him combining all these dues. Or is he drinking one at a time? I don't even know what's about to happen. Yeah. I, I'm titillated. Well, well, Once again. Hey, buddy. It's such, a, it's such a familiar feeling that I haven't experienced since the last time I saw that thumbnail. Buckle up. This chug was brought to you by Manscaped. Now, I don't know if you heard that, but um, this chug is brought to you by Manscaped, a, an incredible sponsor of our show. So do go to manscaped.com and yeah, check them out. If you want to support Badlands Chugs, uh, just go to Manscaped and use promo code Bachelor. 
he needs help because um, he's going to have a lot of just crazy medical bills coming up. So if you do want to support him and do it proactively, go to uh, manscaped.com and enter in promo code bachelor. Is that right? Did you say Clayton or bachelor? I said bachelor. No, I don't know it. definitely bachelor. Nice. If you yes. want to help out bad. Yeah, yeah, Badlands Shrug is yeah. definitely Bachelor. All right, let's check this out. He did, I think, have Clayton for a while, but he's since moved to Bachelor if you want to support him. Marshall, thanks for watching. All You're right, welcome. My popular man. I'm doing the Mountain Dew Every Dew Chug. These are all the new flavors. Now, Nick, what do we got here? I'm seeing um, one of the fascinating things about Badlands Chugs is that this is very educational for me. Um, I didn't know that Applebee's had an exclusive run of Mountain Dew that you could get in a plastic bag with a, a little f a nozzle at the end of it called like Midnight Hunt or something like that. I wasn't dun, dun, aware dun, dun. of that. And I'm, I don't know what these flavors are. I don't know how you can get them. Uh, since I am, in fact, have we mentioned Pat's not here on this show? Um, I Briefly, but we should. Do you want to pay it more? He's drinking swill up in uh, Seoul. He's like, oh, the best wine in the world. Napa, second, Solvang. Uh, so he's not here, and I'm sitting in my his seat because of geometry. Right. And because I'm sitting in his seat, I want to do a little roll call. I think that's such a fucking phenomenal idea. Uh, can I? Can I? Uh, can you silence it? And can I? Can we go back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ready. You want me to roll it for the roll call? Uh, but I want to pause it almost where we were last, or where we were last time. Right, right, right. But I couldn't. Yeah. Okay. Ready. I'm ready. Roll call. We've got regular Dew. We've got Mountain Dew Thrashed Apple. We've got Mountain Dew Uproar. Yeah. Mountain Dew You Do. Mountain Dew Gingerbread Swapped. Mountain Dew Supernova. Mountain Dew Flame, uh, Flaming Hot. And Flame. Mountain Dew Cake smash! This is crazy that there are this many flavors of this soda. And what Badlands Chugs is going to do right now I is do just really want to quickly highlight Mountain Dew Gingerbread Swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, how fun would it be to be a product manager yeah. at Mountain Dew? Right. People think that Willy Wonka is a, a very far off, you know, raw doll kind of thing. But we're living in fantasy right here in these United States. It's just a bunch of 60 year old men speaking in riddles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a bunch of tiny little people in really demeaning outfits running around. <laughs> Singing songs though, yeah, singing songs. So it's like that shows mail that shows how voluntarily they are there. Yeah, it's such a happy place. All right, we got to combine every single one of these flavors of dew so that Badlands can throw out not the theatrics because he's very good at those, but um, you know, the charade. He knows that these things are chemicals. Let's throw them all in one fucking bucket and I'll suck it the fuck down. I actually think. That's how he likes to experience each of their individual notes is in one big... Hey, listen, I, it's a great take, and I don't disagree with you. All right, so I want to see how um, each Mountain Dew will affect the tint and flavor of the one preceding it. First. Oh, great, yes. no, great thing to look for. Yeah. Mm. It tastes like a birthday cake. Oh, my gosh, with okay. all the icing. Throw it in there. Okay, so Badlands loves that one. Let me just turn this down just a little bit and move on. 
Which one was that? That was the birthday cake one. Oh, yeah. He said oh, that yeah. it tasted exactly like cake a birthday smash. cake. Cake yeah. smash. Cake smash. Uh-huh. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Do you see what I was saying about the theatrics? Right. Oh yeah. Mountain yeah. Dew flaming hot. Now oh this is the only problem I have with the strategy here. You'll see that Uproar could have done this as well, but Flaming Hot's tint is so powerful and chemical that it really will ruin the rainbow that we would have gotten had he ended with Flaming Hot. Are you concerned about anything here? I, I it may, you make a great point, but yeah. I will say that those other flavors, I feel like they don't have their own unique color because, right, right, like, right. you can't make something brown gingerbread and have Mountain Dew. Right, it can't look like sewage water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I also <laughs> love uh, production note, just him picking up the one can as the other can fizz dies down. Yes, and he does give us the notes of each and every one that he tastes. So I mean, this guy is a fucking hero. It's kind of like a orangey, punchy type of soda, but it has that extra heat. It is so good. Put it in there. Yeah. Add a little fire to this everything chug, all right? Yeah, so he knows what he's doing. He's going to add a little uh. fire to the chug. And now we can get to the chug, which is uh, some is people's favorite about. part. He is in a Rolex, so if this makes you sad in any way, shape, or form, please remember that this man has more money than you, and it'll be fine. I, I will say, though, uh, I am going to have to watch this later by myself because, like, this is a man who's experienced with the roll call of Mountain Dews that he did. And you he was na- yeah, yeah, he was nailing the notes. Yeah. Well, think about it. I go to the store. There's all these options in front of me. I'm literally walking in blind. It's the paradox of choice. It blinds you. Yeah, having no info. Right. It's it's almost like not watching college basketball and then filling out a bracket. Right. I want to have a little prior knowledge. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just picking the prettiest jersey. And also, I used to get, uh, when we had roller skating parties in third grade and grade school, we'd go get uh, sodas. Yeah. And the thing to do, like... You were like essentially bitch made if you didn't get a suicide, yeah. which was all the sodas. And bitch made is the person in prison who's uh, going to get raped the most. Is that what it is? I don't know. I've never heard it before. Uh, Denzel said, you a bitch made. And then they'll say the N word. Oh, God, I got it. You bitch made. Is know? that from uh, the famed Training Day? Training Day. I think he actually might say it in multiple movies. Yeah, it might he, be his signature. Uh, he, I think, you know, I just went to go see The Tragedy of Macbeth with my mother. Does and he I, say bitch made I'm in that? I'm pretty positive that he does. Um, you know, what a man he played in that film. What uh, a man. Yeah, what a man. What to a mighty good man. That someone would give a rookie police officer on their first beat PCP to start the day off. I mean, what a wild ride that film is. But we got to take a look at Badlands Chuck. Never mind. No, almost. I was almost there. Uh, and, and I appreciated any more discussion of yeah. Denzel. Yeah. All, but what I was saying, you're bitch made if you didn't get the suicide, which was all the sodas put together and... That that name for that mixed drink has never been more appropriate than when watching Badlands Chuck. Chuck. That was such... That was a long way to get there, and it was because of me. But and he, I got to tell you, it was so worth it. <laughs> it really was. Because, again, what we're watching here is very sad, but no, he has more, more money, money than, than you. Right about now, the Mountain Dew Every Dew Chug 
2020. And also, like, All right. big ups to Pepsi. I don't and think that money can make you this happy. Club. I think there's something <laughs> in right. the soda I that's like, if you get some of I don't know. It's just makes him happy. Can I? That's what I always say when people like talk about the barbarity of UFC fighters and they're gonna end up doing CTE. These right. these men have a calling to do what they right. do to yeah. put their body on the line. Yeah, yeah, and they enjoy it. Right. Nothing makes him Badlands Chug feel yeah. more alive than chugging. Yeah, he's chugging right now, and it's honestly the happiest that he's looked the entire video. I mean, I feel like I'm watching uh, Rory McDonald, Robbie Lawler. Too. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, uh, the snow game, you know, there, there are there are moments where you see that human beings really just do have a calling. <laughs> it's like watching Lionel Messi in midfield, watching Badlands chugs chug all this Mountain Dew. So we got to move on uh, because my computer is overheating from the sadness. Um, you and I, I think, have pretty different movie tastes. I would say, well... You you've could, watched a lot more film than I have. I don't think that's true at all. I don't think that's true. I feel I feel like so I don't know. I feel like you almost like you, I think you just have a less cynical approach to things. Like you you have uh I I don't think that y you like things that are good movies. And I'm not this is not to say that an uplifting film or a story that is structured is um less challenging or anything like that. I, I really don't mean to say that no, at no, all. No, 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 no. I I feel like we're both doing a thing. It's 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 just amazing how a <laughs> two person and a three person dynamic will switch it. Because if Pat's here, we're like roasting about it, like you like trash. Uh, no, you're that, cyn cynical, but no, that it's two, and then we're like, no, you're. I, <laughs> I wish I was you. <laughs> but you have to. You can't just be at each other. No, no, no. But I right? I chose not to do blood, and you are trash. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying. Uh, I, I don't think that your taste in film defines you as trash. I think your your love for chili dogs at 1.30 in the morning, your love for wet food in general. Which is um, somewhat of a... Although I don't love all... Were you about to say it's a bit? No, I was... Okay, because I've seen you wipe your face with a burrito. I was about to say it's a metaphor for my taste in movies, but then I thought about it, and I don't like, essentially, the McDonald's of cinema. Right. So... Right. Yeah, I like Morton's. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I don't know. I mean, I just think like I, you you list some of your favorite movies. They're they're uh, they're Goodwill Hunting. They're they're The Departed. They're uh, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. These are fucking incredible movies. <laughs> I'm not on fucking Centurion. Like, oh, my favorite movie is Godard. We you know we have the same knowledge of movies. We just have different tastes. Uh, uh, okay, agreed. Yeah. The reason you bring this up yeah. is because I, for once, saw a movie in theaters, and you've also seen this movie. Since the last time we saw a... I think that was the last movie you saw in theaters, right? Uh, yeah. And an equally dark DC Universe film. Which I, spoiler alert, liked a lot more. Joker. That's so interesting. Okay, the reason why I was long and meandering with the whole differences in cinematic taste is because... You, spoiler alert you saw the batman and you didn't like it because it was too dark but when i said too dark yeah i meant oh. the light <laughs> is too 
Because I was like, Nick, the Joker's arguably darker. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I have no problem. Right. Although, someone got shot in the chest. I don't like someone getting shot in the chest. Or no, well, bl- it was Batman. Not, not shot in the chest. Someone got bludgeoned in the Batman spoiler happens uh-huh. early on. I mean, that's not my Batman. Someone can get bludgeoned in Joker. That's about the Joker. Right, right, right. Batman's not in the Joker. Okay, got it. it, it. That was a little dark for me, I will say got that. Got it, got it. But okay. no, when I, t- when I texted that, I was specifically talking about... The look of the film. How much light is in the film. And right. I even sent a meme right. to you and Pat. Okay. And it was like, Batman from 1989. I'll have to put it up on screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but... Um, I don't think you sent me this meme. Okay. I've been looking. I don't, I don't think that you sent me the meme. Yeah. All right, I, I believe that now. Okay. Shit. I'm, I'm, can I guess what the meme is? Uh, uh, 19 what Batman? 1980s Batman? Yeah. Compared with this, I mean, 1980s Batman was Tim Burton, right? So it's a very colorful palette. I mean, Tim Burton's usually pretty dark, honestly. But yeah, but it's 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 a, a splash of Technicolor with dark tones, usually. Yes, yes. Know. All right, I found it. I'm sorry. Here it is. Yeah, no, you didn't say. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we start off with 1966, you know. um, Adam West. Adam West. Then we go, big gap. 1966 to 1998. Very, very interesting. Tim Burton revives it. Wow, incredible. Uh, Then we go to 1995. 1997, we've got Val Kilmer, then Clune Dog. Then we go to 2008. That's uh, that's Bale. But you are only highlighting the actor in the movie. Then and we go to 2016. <laughs> that's Ben Affleck. Then we go to 2020. It's Robert Pattinson. We go to 2025. Um, it's Robert Pattinson. So what's the point of this? You don't get you're no, kidding. That, it's you're a kidding. beautiful, beautiful meme uh, highlighting how dark the how dark they look. These films have become over the past couple of decades. This has been a lifelong thing I didn't like. The Bourne movies for this reason, everything was always so... And I loved the Bourne movies. Tough to see. Yeah. A lot of blurriness. What what is going on here? Right, right. And that is in Batman... It's too much tuna. Yeah, it's too much tuna. Because I understand some people have told me when I've I've, uh, voiced this complaint... Oh, it's a choice. Uh, Yeah, they're like, that's the ethos of Batman. Right. I understand that. But in Dark Knight, there were beautiful daytime vistas of skylines of China and Gotham, which in the right light can look quite beautiful. Right, right, right. Uh, So just because that is, like, you can have these moments of of uh differentiation yes uh, yes yes 2025 oh it's going to be completely black completely That's the, black yeah, 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 yeah i yeah. would watch it though dude that I guy's funny the people on the internet are fucking hilarious so, yeah, meme, meme makers are oh my god yeah, it's, it's a different kind of funny it's crazy they speak a different language than we do it's unbelievable my other gripes with the film batman oh the point is i didn't like it yeah <laughs> you did yeah what did you like about? you know what i didn't i didn't uh i guess we could do an impromptu um I think I hate this movie. Yeah. I I didn't um I didn't like it. And I think that it stems from the fact that I loved the first two parts. My friend and I were talking about he said it's three movies. Mm. And then yeah, obviously cuz there are acts and stuff. Maybe he said it was two movies. But the last 45 minutes turn into some really bizarre Superman kind of uh, I've changed my ways because there are trolls on the Internet. And it just gets not lighter or more, um, you know, chuggy, more Star Warsy, you know, Heroes, Taylor, whatever. But 
it's just like it's me why do they need to blow up the fucking levees why do they need to do that what what did he accomplish there he already uncovered all of the corruption in gotham that he wanted to uncover why is he singing ave maria so loudly and blowing things up the movie's over end it here but and i don't think that i thought it was a bad i didn't think it was a bad movie there's gonna be some spoilers i am i'm gonna yeah, say that spoilers. right now spoilers coming right. up um oh funny story so uh, we've told not part of the spoilers not part of the spoilers Actually, yes. Part of the spoilers, actually. When we saw the Joker, yeah, I fell asleep during the most pivotal moment in the film. The most important seven-minute stretch of the film. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the Batman. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. You got to come up with fun ways to make these things sequel. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the Batman. The Batman. How Batman. nobody thought to think of it. I can't wait for Batman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. There's there's just like if it could be the one with that guy when he like gets bitten by a bat I think and he actually like turns into one verse Batman the fly no that happens in one of the uh, animated series episodes yeah so what were you saying about uh, Joker fell asleep during the most pivotal part right. Uh, right. the Batman yeah three hours fucking long right right, right. so quite literally two movies if right. that's what your friend said yeah. uh, so I had to pee yeah at around probably hour fifty right spoiler. I peed, and they came back, and there was an explosion, and they were, like, mourning someone, and Alfred had gotten blown up. Right. Yeah. I. It's not exactly as crucial to the plot point, but one of the most dramatic, probably. Right, right, right. And it really, you really did feel it, although I will say uh, that another critique of the film fuck was... Fuck that Alfred? Was, well, not fuck that Alfred, but you made waste of that Alfred. Alfred was not featured enough in the film. He did not play a pivotal role at all. And you have such an incredible actor in Andy Serkis there. Um, use him. See, that He's was... He's just figuring out a cipher the entire fucking movie. That was not my critique of Alfred. <laughs> my critique of Alfred it's was... It's a different Alfred, man. It's a different Alfred. Yeah. Bring me tea. Why are you sitting down working on a puzzle? These are working hours. He in in other Batman's. I understand. Or at least ask me he, if I need tea, he, and then we can get to work. He was so blatant about not really being loving his station. Like uh, in in the other Batman's. I'm not saying Alfred didn't help out with the mysteries, but he'd walk he up with a tray. Yeah, he had a pride for his job. He'd walk up with a tray behind him and he'd be like, have you ever thought about this? Uh, right. Not sitting down yeah. working out a puzzle with pen right. and paper. It yeah. was insane. Yeah, and what's even more heart-wrenching is that I feel as though that Alfred is in a position to behave that kind of abhorrent way because of the interpretation of this Batman, a younger, more brooding, troubled one that mm -hmm. really does still kind of need a father figure right now. And so he takes liberties with it and he really abuses that station. He, he, he kicks his feet up and he serves no tea. He serves no sandwiches. He doesn't get water. He's just on the case sitting down the entire film. I'm getting more and more kind of uh, peeved and cheesed about this movie. As Pretty we passionate. Talk about it, but yeah. Pretty impassioned. Yeah. Uh, uh, degradation. Well, I, of the I film. hate this movie. <laughs> oh, there are better Matt bands, though, right? One other thing about Alfred. Yeah, you said that. Uh, oh, because it's younger, more brooding Batman. That's he had to take the father figure role. Even in these other films, that's the same way it started. Mm -hmm. Alfred was always somewhat of the father fill. Sure, of course. But he was he was still a steward first of the Wayne Manor. Yeah, that's what he was employed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, he always is a pseudo father figure, but um, just bring me tea is all I'm saying. Bring me tea, but yeah, he he's 
he's essentially taking advantage of a child in this in this version, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is really disgusting and kind of a fall from grace for Alfred. But there are better Batmans you feel than uh, Robert Pattinson. Yes, although uh, though I did dislike the Batman, I didn't hate. Robert Pattinson when he was Batman. He's fantastic. I don't like him being like a pretty little bitch. I get he's all younger, but oh, like yeah. he he did take on the role. Very, wow. Yeah, yeah. Really sunk his teeth into it. Always, any, I mean, he's always had a strong Batman ass jaw. Oh yeah, I mean the guy's unbelievable. He's a, he's a good Batman. Yeah, but great yeah, Batman. I'm gonna rank my favorite Batman from all the Batman. Well, not all the Batman. Right. So my Adam West is not involved. Adam West is on my list. Okay, it is. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and not fucking <laughs> spoil this anymore, and just sit back and react. All right. Do we need the Downton Abbey theme music? Uh, let's let, let's not. I was gonna say I don't know. Let's you almost wait. Yeah. But, um, I'll just give it right away. Number and you know I wouldn't normally start like this. Number five, right? Adam West. Yeah, it's weird that you didn't start with two or four, but yeah, if starting with five is a comfy place for me. So number five is Adam West. I did switch my order because of the spoilers. Adam West, right? Uh, okay. I, icon. I think it really gave you. You mentioned the large gap within that meme of Batman, and I think it really gave Tim Burton an empty palette, having such a cartoonish. Uh, thing to follow up on. It, seeing that meme, that beautiful, beautiful meme, really kind of painted a picture beyond just comedy for me. I mean, you look at the original Adam West Batman and you think, how could this... Or it, 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 It's so perfect for Tim Burton as a young boy to see those kooky palettes and that kooky show, and then he comes up with this whack job, Michael Keaton one. You know, it just makes all the sense in the world. Thank you. And also, true reverence for the onomatopoeia. Number two, Christian Bale. Pa! <laughs> Obviously, uh, very low. Actually, I think a lot of people are pretty shocked that Christian I'd, Bale is at number four. I know, which will uh, keep us on a cliffhanger. Right? Uh, yeah, Christian Bale, because from my favorite movie, Dark Knight. How right. is Christian Bale, the Batman of my favorite movie, not because yeah. there's someone better? Is the answer? There are but, three. No, Christian Bale was number two. Oh, I thought you I said went, four. I went from five to two. Okay, got it. Because uh, I was really confused as to why you were going yeah. in sequential order. But okay, so number two is Christian five Bale. to two, okay, which I still I thought you knew what I said because it's I think people are still surprised how low he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty shocking. But I can see arguments for Clune. I can see arguments for Mike, and I can see arguments for Val. Uh, well, we'll keep we'll keep you not uh, Ben. Not Ben. We'll keep you on your toes then. Uh, we'll say num- we'll give you number three is, in fact, Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. I love Michael Keaton in general. Yeah. He's so funny with his eyebrows. He's really wacky. He's, He's really wacky. And if you see him at the PGA Awards, he delivers a speech that is absolutely heartbreaking. I believe it's about family loss or something like that. But he dedicates the award that he won to the people that he loves most in life. I mean, it was just unbelievable. Pretty, Unbelievable. Pretty yeah, award shows aren't dead. Go to HBO Max. Watch the uh, the SAG Awards, not the PGA Awards. Go ahead. Pretty excited to look into that. To be honest, yeah. You love, want me to clip it for you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think uh, Batman was Michael, and I don't know all of his movies, uh, but I'll say we this is a Batman. list within a list. Uh, Birdman. Number two favorite Michael Keaton role behind the Lieutenant in the other guys. Right. He's so funny. He's perfect. Just like, I don't know. Hey, guys. 
It's <laughs> all I can think of what he does. Hey, don't get sh- <laughs> the, one of the great. Yeah, that film has so many incredible uh, bits that run throughout it. But Dirty Mike and the Boys, Dirty Mike and the Boys. But one of the most brilliant, if not the most brilliant, is Michael Keaton constantly referencing TLC lyrics and not knowing what the <laughs> band is. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Is that a TLC song? <laughs> what? I don't understand so the reference. <laughs> so unbelievably funny. Uh, so, uh, number one. Right. Have you done four? Nope. <laughs> number one, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman in yeah. the animated series. Right. My favorite Batman. Completely left him out. Completely uh, left him out. Now, he looks like a fucking terrifying grave robber, so you can't see him do the voice, but he is a very good Batman. I don't even know what he looks like. Nick? Do not look up what he looks like because it's horrifying. To me, he had, I mentioned a square jaw on Robert Pattinson. To me, he is a cartoon character with the squarest jaw in all of cartoons. Uh, Batman. Keep it that way. That was the best Batman. Yeah. He was so. He was such a like, just a, a suave, suave, but like hulking too. Right. I, so big. He was so big. So big. You just can't do that in real life. Uh, make no. Bruce that big. God, Bruce was so big in that show, and he really did have a very, um, a very powerful presence outside of the crime fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, he felt like a Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. You know, oh my gosh, that might be my favorite Batman too. What a list you've put together, and we haven't even gotten to number four. Four, I know, and I think you will. I, did you scoff at me for bringing up the animated series, or are you just reflecting back now and in real time? I don't know who I am, Nick. <laughs> uh, I have no fucking clue. And number four, of course, Will Arnett right. from the Lego, the Lego movies, movie, yeah. uh, including uh, not least of which Batman, right. the, the Lego Batman movie, yeah. which is incredible if you like Batman. Yeah, it, it Just incredible in general. I think it's one of those kids' films that uh, has a lot of merit. A lot T- of merit. Took my nephews to it, but because I wanted to see it, yeah. uh, I enjoyed the Lego movie, which I also took them to yeah. because they wanted to see it, although I did hear good things. Right. And I remember reading in Entertainment Weekly. Because uh, you picked those up. Uh-huh. When you go to the grocery store, you pick those up. Oh, no. Those were, when I did periodicals at the library, when I worked at the library in high school, that was one of the ones I read all of Constantly, it yeah. every week. Yeah, no, you've had a lifelong journey with that that publication yeah i love the li- they always had the ratings in the back i was so aware of ratings ratings but, for what sh- uh, top 10 tv uh, box offices and ratings for tv shows Got like it. friends 30.2 yeah. million people they're putting right. up in season 9 and 10 yeah it's insane numbers. i love that though slapping the nielsen's on the back of magazines for us regular folks you know we don't we're not ripping those numbers off the wire mm-hmm. you know what i yeah. mean well we want to know yeah and what's I- friends pulling and there'd be like a, it'd be in a box subset, and there'd be a little little write up of like who went, who moved up, who moved down. Yeah, uh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah Will really Arnett, incredible Batman, the voice. I mean, whoever cast it, yeah. I mean, it was a layup. He's so funny, and he fits the tone of the film. God, what a list! And that concludes my favorite Batman of all time. Oh my gosh, what a list! That really took us for a ride there. Five, two, three, one, four. That really was a fucking (laughs) ride. Uh, Speaking of rides, I want to end with this. Uh, We took a ride up to San Diego uh, last week. I was talking about how I was dreading it because um, I don't like San Diego. It's well documented. Yeah, it's your favorite city on the planet. It's a town of flip-flops, soul patches, 
bottle openers on the bottom of the flip flops. That's a good pull. And fish tacos. Like, that's what San Diego is. It's a very boring, boring place. That would be a fun game, and I want to hear the rest of the story. Yeah. But so far, just uh, things that are in Incredible. San Diego. So we're driving down Drunk there. heckling women at comedy clubs. I am uh, dreading it a little bit. And we leave very, very early. Um, and I think that part of the reason why I was dreading it is because of general social anxiety. Um, but I also think that it was mainly due to the post-traumatic stress disorder. And I don't mean to make light of PTSD, but the last bachelor party I went on in San Diego was uh, traumatizing. Um, well-documented, but 6 a.m. wake-up call after a night of partying to go uh, deep-sea fishing. <laughs> and it's not Monaco deep-sea fishing. You know, these boats aren't white. They're metal. <laughs> and, uh, they're filled and run, run by fishermen uh, who are... been well covered <laughs> but this bachelor party i really wish i had tales of awkwardness tales of flubbery and, and messing up plans or anything you know funny but it was just a lovely trip with a lovely group of guys really it was just a lovely trip and this started a off lovely group of guys and this started off on the wrong foot because you left down there at 6 a.m uh, i mean let's just real quick. I mean, how did you enjoy this? Break it down. I mean, 6 a.m. You got down under at 8. 6 a.m. We go to the golf course. We're there two and a half hours early for some God-known <laughs> fire. I mean, I have no fucking idea. Rough start. Um, rough start, but we're there. I have a chicken salad Caesar wrap. It was absolutely delicious. Better than Moore Park Country Clubs. Uh, in the war of the chicken Caesar salad wrap. War. Uh, <laughs> the round was three hundred dollars, and uh, not worth it. Um, I came out drunk as fuck and uh, was sunburned, and the sunburn never really left my lips. I'm still dealing with it. It's not enough Aquaphor in the world that can cure this. But then we head to a house. It looks like a Coke Manor. I mean, there are little literal posters of Scarface <laughs> on the walls, and uh, you know, we just proceed to. I I don't want to sound like you know too much of boys, but we just proceed to play games yeah we toss bags for hours we play pool for hours we've got jenga going big jenga big jenga we've got discussions of political theory we've got discussions of child rearing we've got discussions of you know fucking dumb shit too you know what it's a rainbow of masculine positivity how there was no uh, disagreement when it came to the political philosophy? No, because the person I was speaking to was an anarchist. So, uh, oh, it was yeah, with we, one person. Yeah, I was with one person. Oh, not yeah. this open group discussion sit down because I don't see that lasting. But hey, uh, guys, it's six thirty. <laughs> it's political theory time. Everybody, <laughs> grab a fucking chair. Uh, the only bad thing was that it was in San Diego, and when we left the house for the first time in a day and a half. We had to venture into San Diego, and we had to eat at a restaurant that San Diegans love. <laughs> Morton's? Nope, not Morton's. That was a, some fish restaurant. That, that was going to be one of my things, yeah. fish restaurants for things in San Diego. Yeah. So it was fine, but um, you know we're from Los Angeles. We're spoiled here, and uh, tip-top shape in San Diego means uh, not, not great in Los Angeles. <laughs> so... Uh, obviously, um, the scallops are, uh, 
destroyed with sauce. Um, the Japanese sweet potatoes are destroyed with sauce. Should I move to San Diego? Uh, you would have loved this meal so much. If you've never had a Japanese sweet potato, they are filled with such a clean, sweet starch. You would love it. And then this was drenched in a chili sauce. Now, that could be confusing because it's not hot at all. Mm. It's a pink syrup that you can get in massive bottles, and it's often served alongside Chinese uh, salad wraps at California Chicken Cafe. And these Japanese sweet potatoes were absolutely smothered in it. So the restaurant was a little pissed, and then we walk out into the uh, San Diego <laughs> nights, and people are lining up for clubs in the top of office buildings i i just looked upon <laughs> it and i thought uh, what the fuck is this existence because again it portends or attempts to be something it's not it's just a sleepy little boring town i don't care if you're you're all dolled up and you're going to a club you're in san diego right <laughs> now. i mean oh my fucking god it's so funny how like my idea of San Diego has shaped uh, since I've moved to California and uh, known you. Only been down there one time, I think. Uh, pretty boring. Yeah, pretty boring. Yeah. It was, uh, but like I always thought of it as like a city. They had a football team. Right. They were the first Super Bowl, I believe, ever uh, remember watching. Unbelievable, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, then you go. No, it's yeah. not. It's not. What other town has ever had a Super Bowl team? San Diego is a town. People people are, will be like from back home, like, oh, you ever go to San Diego? I'm like, no. And they're like, why not? It's like, I realize there's nothing. Why would I? Why? Oh, right. Why? Now, people will argue, oh, they have an international airport. You know, it's like, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it Do for us. Do you know where I am? <laughs> that's it for us. Jump in the iTunes ratings and reviews. Leave five stars, kind words. Join us on patreon.com slash another podcast network for the episode of... APS presents PMZ. What a banger that one was. And if you're into Below Deck, go there as well. Um, we'll see you soon. Go to the YouTube. So I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick, say goodbye. Goodbye. Pat, say goodbye. Later. Later.